sometimes I wonder why I spent the lonely Welcome to Subtle Beast, everybody. I am your host, Foltz. With me, as always, my brother from another mother and my co-host, Mr. Steve Apostolopoulos. What's happening, brother? Oh, I feel amazing, Foltz. I'm so happy to be here with you. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's good to be back. Uh, We had to take a little hiatus there for a few weeks. Uh, You know, just some personal stuff going on, but we're back in the saddle and uh, we're ready to get into it today. And we're going to be giving you guys... A lot, a lot of different superstitions and, you know, what they mean exactly or why certain cultures believe or endorse, if you will, these superstitions. Before we get started, Steve, do you have any superstitions? I know you and I both were wrestlers back in the day, involved in many different sports. Was there anything that you ever had to do to be like, okay, well, if I don't do this, then I'm not going to win tonight or anything like that? I have like... uh I do things in a progression. So there's certain things that I have to do in a certain order in order to feel complete. So if I'm like uh, getting ready for work, I always use the same ottoman to put my shoes on. I could just sit on my bed and do it, but I don't. I bring my socks, my shoes out of my bedroom, sit on the ottoman, and then go back in to finish. So there's some there's some things, yeah. Like almost ritualistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. Uh, a lot of times I'll lock doors in my house before uh, going to bed, and I'll be like, okay, I just locked them all. I'll be like, but are they all locked? Let me go back and check them again. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just like, uh, you know, just things that are in your head that you're just like, you know what, I got to do this. Or if you don't, and then you carry on about it, you'd be like, you know what, if I just would have tied my shoes on the ottoman, I would have had a great day. It's real. It's it's. In, I mean, it could just be in your head, but a lot of that stuff. If you if you're thrown off, then you're off. You know, for the next night or so. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. So we're gonna dive in here. We got a pretty extensive list here. Um, so let's start off with here. Uh, where would we be without our little superstitions? Many call superstitions an irrational belief of the supernatural, actions that stem from ignorance or fear of the unknown. But these quote-unquote irrational acts are actually more than you may think. What are common superstitions and why do people believe them? Everyone has common superstitions or little rituals they do to feel safe or to take back a sense of control. Superstitions are a general belief in supernatural forces These stem from a desire to influence unpredictable factors. While many superstitions stem from an individual's own experiences and beliefs, superstitions can also find deep roots in culture and tradition. For example, psychologists have actually found that during periods of deep uncertainty, people turn towards superstitions to reduce stress and anxiety. In a study looking at Germany between the periods of 1918 and 1940, scientists found a potential link between economic economic threat and higher indexes of belief in the supernatural. Superstitions can also give their believers a sense of security, carrying charms, wearing certain clothes, visiting places associated with good fortune, preferring certain colors over others, and favoring a certain number are all examples of how superstitions 
make us feel safe. Superstitions are everywhere, whether we realize it or not. They help, us, they help us feel secure in a risky decision, or they might even encourage you to make an impulsive choice. No matter what, these little habits we practice in our everyday lives are here to stay. Remember the white lighter superstition? The, yes, yes. When back, we were kids? Yeah, when we were in high school. And you know, if you asked somebody for a lighter for any particular reason and they handed you a white one, just all with no wrapper on it or anything, you're like, get that thing away from me immediately. You just give it right back. You'd be like, here you go, thanks. I remember I dropped one out of a hotel window one time. Someone handed it to me and I was like, this is getting out of here. <laughs> dropped it. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, that would be an example of a superstition. How about eating pork and sauerkraut on New Year's Day? Oh, yeah. There would be time. We always did that in my family, even still to this day. And even if you weren't hungry, my grandmother would always say, you just got to eat a little bit so that you have good luck for the rest of the year. Right. Yeah. All right. That good luck for the rest of the year. And I, it could be territorial, maybe a German background. Pennsylvania has a big uh, Dutch influence, so I don't know if they do that everywhere in the country, but that is definitely a geographical superstition. Yeah, it's definitely a Pennsylvania Dutch kind of um, ritual or superstition, if you will, I'm sure. There's plenty more out there. All right, so me and Steve, we'll go back to back here, uh, going over some of our superstitions. So number one that we have it may have, you may have heard of this. Never place two mirrors opposite of one another. Now, there's nothing creepier than a mirror, or your own reflection for that matter. Putting two mirrors in front of each other opens up a threshold for the devil. Yep, I've heard of that. Um, people will cover their mirrors sometimes if they're doing like uh, grounding rituals and things of that nature. They say that a mirror can be a portal um, definitely two mirrors uh, facing each other. So could could be something there. Yeah. For sure. And in some cultures, after a death, people say they cover the mirror so that the spirit doesn't come back or whatever. Yeah, it's like a little portal into another dimension. Yeah. So this one, never shake hands or kiss across a threshold. In Moscow, if you kiss or shake hands with someone across the doorway or across two different rooms... Then your lover or friend will become your mortal enemy. Jeez. I know. That's pretty rough. <laughs> Never allow the broom to touch the feet of anyone you know. In Afghanistan, if you sweep the floor and your broom touches the feet of a loved one, one of your parents will die. Uh, right, they, right to it, huh? I wouldn't even have brooms in my house. <laughs> Only vacuums. I mean, jeez. They, they go right for the parents dying. I know. So this one, don't go home right after awake. In the Philippines, you usually make a pit stop after awake to shake off a bad spirit, whether it be maybe a fast food or a coffee shop. The idea is that you keep the bad spirits away from your house and that you you don't let it come in by stopping somewhere after awake. That will make sense. Yeah. I can get down with that. Never stick your chopsticks straight up. In China and Japan... Poking your chopsticks straight down into your, into your food is a huge taboo. Not only is it rude, but it makes the utensils look like incense sticks that are used at funerals. Sticking your chopsticks down into your bowl invites death, so make sure to be mindful of how they are placed. I'm starting to see a theme here. <laughs> you know, the China and Japan thing, they are so enriched in culture and I believe in superstitions that if you were to 
put me there, I feel like in the first hour I would offend them so badly that they would ask me to leave. Yeah, I would think that I was trying to do a good thing by not messing up anything with the chopsticks. And I'd be like, can I have a fork? And they'd be like, (laughs) when white man asks for fork in China, that means the entire family's going to die. Okay. Oh, so this one. Uh, Steve actually did this about 10 minutes ago, and then immediately following it, we were having sound issues during our uh, sound check. Whistling indoors invites evil. In Lithuania, it is forbidden to whistle indoors because the noise is believed to summon the demons. Yeah, you got to go outside. If, you, if you're feeling whistly, you got to go outside for that. Yeah. I like this one. And I've been in a lot of cheersing environments and I've heard it before, not to this level, but I've heard that you never cheers with water. Sometimes, when you're the designated driver, which we believe in, it is necessary to cheers with a cup of free tap water. But in Germany, if you cheers with water, you're actually wishing death upon the people you're drinking with. So, there you have it. Don't do it. And, you know, if you are a designated driver in some bars when... You're ordering uh, shots or something like that. You can always say, uh, we'll have uh, four shots of vodka and uh, one melted snowman, which is just water. <laughs> that way it doesn't sound like, you know, oh, who's this guy over here that's not drinking or whatever. But don't do it. Don't do it. Keep your shoes off the table. Not only is it gross, but in Britain, it's considered bad luck because it symbolizes the death of a loved one. You know, I don't think we've ever done that. Foltz and I do a lot of traveling together, and it's, you know, we're free spirits. We, we don't really impose a lot of rules on each other when we're traveling. True. But there is definitely a level of decorum. There's a, definitely a level of uh, the upkeep that we have. So I would never expect us to be somewhere and Foltz just throws his shoes up onto the table. I'd be like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't probably say anything but in my head i'd be like bro really you could have just kicked them off onto the floor you got to put them off on the show on <laughs> onto the table okay an itchy hand might be telling of your financial future in turkey an itchy right hand means you will come into some money while an itchy left hand means you're about to lose out big time so like steve said we travel sometimes so if we ever go for when we go back to atlantic city if our left hands are itching, let's just go to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> but if our right hands are itchy. Let's get it. Let's hit that 21. Don't flip over a cooked fish. In some coastal regions of China, it is bad luck to flip over a cooked fish. As many believe, this will lead to a ship capsizing. Instead, many families will use chopsticks to pick the meat from the bottom of the fish when they are finished with the top. That's pretty hardcore. That is very hardcore. I like my fish flipped. I like it flipped, too. Don't place bread upside down. In Italy, it's considered bad luck to put bread upside down, either on the table or a basket. The most popular explanation is that the bread represents the body of Christ, and so it needs to be treated with respect. I have an Italian background on both sides of my family, and uh, on my dad's side, my Nona, she would always... You couldn't throw bread away, and for that exact reason, because it represents the body of Christ. She'd be like, oh, you can't throw that away, Matteo. That, that's a sin. So we didn't do it. I, I just uh, got into a great Christ uh, conversation last night. Apparently, 
there is a second coming of Christ. Are you aware of this? I am. Yeah, so I wasn't. And uh, I was actually talking to my dad about it. And he was like, you're not aware of the second coming? And I said, no. Revelations. And he was like, well, what part of the Bible did you study? And I was like, what part of the Bible is that from? He said, the end. I said, well, all my Bible studies were about the middle and the beginning. We never got to the end. I don't know about this part. So I Googled it, and it is true. It's a Christian belief that Jesus will return, just in case you were wondering. Yeah, and in the Jewish faith, they believe that every time that they have a, a, a son, that the son is, is, is possibly the, the second coming. Or not necessarily Christ, but is going, is going to be... Yeah, I, I don't even know how to put it into terms because I don't want to miss, you know, speak on the Jewish religion. But they believe that that could possibly be God, for the lack of a better term. They said the first hundred years after Christ, the uh, belief was so intense. There was like seven scholars that predicted that it was going to happen that year, and everybody had that. It was like a. Uh, uh, mass, you know, phenomenon. Like everybody thought it was going to happen in their lifetime. Yeah, craziness. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Go for it, Steve. This one, I just shook my keys into the microphone. Is awesome. Don't put your keys on the table. Don't. More vulgar than superstitious. In Sweden, people don't put their keys on the table. That's because during the olden days, sex workers would put their keys on the table in public areas to attract clients. Get those keys off the table. (laughs) (laughs) Tuesday the 13th, not Friday the 13th, is bad luck. In Spain and in other Spanish-speaking countries, it is Tuesday the 13th, not Friday the 13th, that gets people nervous. Martis, or Tuesday in Spanish, comes from the Roman god of war, Mars, which ties the day to violence, death, and bloodshed. Makes sense, but in America, it's Friday. You can tell when it's Friday the 13th, man. Nothing goes right. Oh, it's Jason Voorhees all over the place. Don't sit at a table corner. In Hungary and Russia, sitting at the corner of a table will mean bad things for your romantic life. The unlucky person who comes in late and has to squeeze into the side, according to superstitions, will never get married. Jeez. You've been warned. Don't have seven children. According to the Argentinian legend, there's a superstition that the seventh son will turn into a werewolf (laughs) unless the president of the country adopts them, of course. Wow. Yes. First of all, I'm not having seven kids. Oh, my gosh. So no one has to worry about that. I have four, and I'm losing my mind. Yeah, you're more than halfway there. Yeah. No werewolves for us, though. So wear a lot of bells on your wedding day. Irish brides wear bells on their wedding dresses to ward off evil spirits that try to ruin their special day. Better hope that slimline dress can fit with 50 discreet wedding bells on it. She had rings on her fingers and bells on her shoes. I know that one. Yeah, the good old Grateful Dead. Don't sing at the dinner table. Singing in the Netherlands during dinner means that you are singing to the devil and praise him for your food. I generally sing a lot, but I don't sing at the dinner table. It won't continue now, that's for sure. (laughs) Don't Don't enter a room with your left foot. In Spain, walking into a room with your left foot will bring you bad luck. Instead, lead with your right. Maybe that's why when you're walking down the aisle as a bride, it always starts on the right. They always do start with the right. You're right. 
Now, here's one most people are probably familiar with. Don't open umbrellas inside. A fairly universal superstition, it is bad luck to open an umbrella before you head outside because bad luck will rain on you. This came from the British in the 18th century when waterproof umbrellas were told to cause injury if opened inside the home. I blind somebody. Yeah, I could imagine somebody getting hurt. Those little ends oh, could yeah, those pop th- right into your eyes. I've gotten hit by them. They hurt. Here's a good one. This reminds me, what did we touch the roof? Oh, when we were going over railroad tracks, we'd always touch the roof of the car. Yeah, and lift your legs. <laughs> and you, you, you're right, and lift your legs. Hide your thumbs when passing a graveyard. In Japan, it's common practice to tuck your thumbs when passing a graveyard to protect your parents. This is because the Japanese word for thumb loosely translates to parent finger, so hiding it protects them from death. Jeez, there's so many things you'd have to remember in the Asian culture. Just to keep your parents alive. You'd be like, where's my chopsticks? Hide your thumbs. Somebody would be like, hey, you know, my mom passed. You'd be like, you probably didn't tuck your thumbs. Be like, you're thumbing it. (laughs) Knock on wood for good luck. We usually say knock on wood to ward off bad luck. But this very popular saying is said to have originated in Europe. Many churches claim to have pieces of Jesus' cross. So knocking on wood is said to bring good luck. I like that. I like good luck. Yeah. Don't chew gum at night. When you chew gum at night, according to a Turkish legend, it turns into the flesh of the dead. Mmm. That sounds delicious. Wrigley's. Spill a lot of water. Spilling water behind someone in Serbia actually brings them a lot of good luck. People will often spill water behind a loved one who is about to go on a long trip or job interview to wish them luck. I wonder if that has any, if that comes from like, you know, when a sport team wins and they dump the thing of water or Gatorade onto the coach, I wonder if that's that why. That is a good point. Yeah. It, it's also good luck to, uh, if someone's in a restaurant and they drop a tray and the plates break and the water breaks and stuff, that's supposedly good luck. If you're in a Greek restaurant, you'll hear people say, Opa! Right. Everybody claps. Uh, and at Greek weddings, they'll take dishes and purposely throw them onto the ground and break them. I've seen that. Avoid the number four. Four in China sounds similar to the character used for death. Four is a popular omen. People will avoid having children, getting married, or having big trips on days that end in that number. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, man. I didn't have seven, but I had four. Don't give someone you like yellow flowers. Yellow flowers in Russia symbolize death, separation, and infidelity. So avoid these flowers like the plague if you want to make a good impression on someone for the first date. Yellow flower. I don't know if I've ever really given... Well, yeah, I have. Daffodils, maybe. I had a big... There was a big sunflower in the one. I think that that was always considered maybe like a neutral thing. Like you didn't give someone a yellow or or a red rose because that meant love. Give them a yellow for neutral, but don't do that either. You do this one first. All right. Don't sleep in a room (laughs) (laughs) with a running fan. In South Korea, many will not sleep in a closed room with a fan on. It is commonly believed that prolonged exposure to running a fan will cause hyperthermia and asphyxiation. Not only do I run a fan in a room, I run two when I'm sleeping, one on either side of the bed, and Steve can attest, it doesn't matter where we go. I'm like, is there enough room for the fan? I have to pack so that there's enough room. Like, I can't take this. Volts is bringing his fan. I'm like, hey, bud, I just put all my stuff in the back seat so you can use the entire trunk. <laughs> like, yes. 
Not to mention the amount of blankets that I bring, too, but hopefully that's not on the superstition list. Don't put empty bottles on the ground. Placing empty bottles on the ground is considered good luck in Russia, so don't be shy about leaving your empty beer bottles on the ground when you're done with them. Wait, it says... Yeah, it says don't don't. do it. But then it says that it's good luck. So do put your empty bottles on the ground. Yeah, definitely. Unless, Unless it's saying, like, unless you're in Russia. Okay. Throw salt over your shoulder if you spill it. If, <laughs> if you have butterfingers, don't fret. While it may seem it would cause a big, bigger mess, throw the spilled salt over your shoulder to get some good fortune on your side. But if it's the movie uh, Dumb and Dumber, don't throw the whole thing back at Seabass. That's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> hey, Seabass said he's going to take care of the bill. Well, those guys back there are Seabass. <laughs> <laughs> Give a penny if you've received something sharp. Don't give something sharp to someone you're trying to start a relationship with. But if you do receive a knife set or scissors as a present, give the gift giver a coin as a present in return. That's uh, giving a penny is also in the, in the Italian culture is somebody never can give you something for free. You always have to give at least a penny. Uh, my uncle, um, Let's just say he came across things that, quote unquote, fell off trucks, if you will. <laughs> Follow me with the Italian background. And sometimes when he would bring these things, uh, like olive oil, he used to bring these big containers of olive oil. And my grandmother and my dad, they would always hand him a penny because he couldn't receive it for nothing. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Don't sleep with your head facing north. According to Japanese superstition, sleeping with your head in this direction is bad luck because that's how the deceased are laid to rest. It's a common theme with the deceased thing. Yeah, I'm starting to, man, I'm going to have to incorporate all these. Luckily, some are only in other countries. Right. Well, we might be uh, we might be a little uh, screwed. Avoid sleeping with your head to the west, Steve. In Africa, the same superstition exists if you sleep with your head facing west. So we're left with east and south. Let me yep. think. I live on South Lock Willow. Uh... I think I sleep with my head to the west. I I better stay away from Africa. I just cover my head, so doesn't matter. Hence the two fans. Hey, folks, don't play with scissors. Okay. Don't idly just sit there and play with scissors, or it will bring you bad luck, according to Egyptian folk. They So they had scissors in Egypt. I was just going to say, man, it goes back a long way. I guess they built the pyramids, so. Yeah, that's true. Step in dog poop with your left foot. It might seem gross or unlucky, but stepping in dog poop is actually considered good luck in France. If you do it with your left foot, of course. It's not good luck. It can't be. It smells so bad. I have an eight-year-old, and there's definitely shoes getting scraped off because there's dog poop stepped in. I loathe it. Bird poop brings good luck. If you've ever heard this one about an unfortunate picnic date, but a bird pooping on you actually will bring you good luck. And I don't know about that one either because down at the beach they got all the seagulls. I was just going to bring that up. And there was a couple times where I was given a gift right on top of the head by, oh. by a seagull. And my dad would always be like, oh, don't worry. It's good luck anyway. I'm like, it doesn't feel very lucky. I don't feel very lucky right now. <laughs> Stop throwing all the thrashers. Let's get these seagulls out of here. <laughs> All right, let's see. Are you up? Owls are bad luck. 
There's a superstition in Egypt that if you see or hear an owl, terrible news is coming. They also bring death if you bring them into your home. Keep all the owls out. And also, if you've been following our podcast for for quite some time, owls can also represent ancient, or not ancient, but uh, alien beings taking on the shape of a uh, of an owl. I've seen an owl in uh, in in nature. It was the white underbelly. It was flying in front of a car as we were traveling, and I was like, "That was an owl." It's a good thing you didn't let it in. It would have gone through the windshield. <laughs> knitting outside can bring longer winters. So if you're knitting outside, just knock it off. Stop doing it. If you're in Iceland, keep the knitting inside, unless you like the cold weather. There's a superstition that doing your needlework on your front porch will keep the temperatures freezing. And I don't get down with freezing temperatures. You don't get down with knitting either, so we <laughs> Well, yeah, so we're pretty that. safe there. Don't play with yo-yos. You know, Syria banned yo-yos because they're believed to cause droughts. Hmm. Interesting. Don't get a haircut on a Tuesday. Getting a haircut on a Tuesday in India, well, that'll just cause bad luck. I generally don't do anything on Tuesdays. I try and avoid as much as possible on a Tuesday. Tuesday is my least favorite day of the week. I don't expect much out of Tuesdays. Yeah, because Tuesday there's really nothing. Like Monday, you're just like, ugh, it's You're getting Monday. it going, though. You're getting it going. Monday, yep. you get to start. Then you get to Tuesday, and you're like, man, it's just like wild. Over there. Wednesday, you're like, oh, it's hump day. We're halfway there. Thursday, you're like, yes, tomorrow's Friday. And then Friday, it's like, yeah. You know what Tuesday reminds me of? Um, the sequel of a three-part movie where there's like no real introduction. There's no real ending. It's just all meat, like all work, no play. Tuesday is just, I, you know, if it went Monday, Wednesday, I'd be fine. We're doing away with Tuesdays. That's I'm, I'm running on that platform. Nice. Pregnant women should give into their cravings. There's a Canadian superstition that expectant mothers who crave fish but don't eat it will end up having a baby with a fish head. So make sure not to deny your body what it wants. Yeah, but pregnant women should not eat fish. Yeah, and also the band fish. Too much mercury. People that follow the band fish, they're called fish heads. That is true. And I like fish, so my wife had a baby with a fish head. So we may not take in fish through our mouths, but through our ears and through our consciousness. Boom! Yeah, you know it. Uh, Don't walk under a ladder, Steve. This superstition dates back to medieval Europe. Walking under the ladder symbolizes the gallows and death. That's a, it, it kind of goes pretty far, but don't walk under a ladder because the guy up there is probably going to drop something. It's really dangerous to walk under a ladder. You're either going to get paint on your head or a wrench coming down or something. You should never walk under a ladder. Or if you trip while you're walking under it and hit the ladder, then that guy's going to have some real bad luck. He's going to come down on top of you too. Yeah, so I mean, in one way or the other, you do that, the gallows of death are coming. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. Be careful of full moons. Full moons, other than their obvious association with werewolves, bring bad luck, especially near hospitals. Great. Go to a hospital on Wednesday. Whether it be a major surgery or routine checkup, going to a hospital on Wednesday means good luck and good health. I'm writing that one down. Me too. And I don't even go, usually. I like that one. Don't wear red during a storm. 
In the Philippines, people believe that red attracts lightning. So if you don't want a nasty surprise on a rainy day, make sure you stay away from this bold shade. And I would also think don't wear red in Mexico unless you want bulls charging at you constantly. (laughs) Or on a Tuesday. Oh, well, yeah. Let's see. uh, A horseshoe is good luck. Now, we've all probably heard this one. In many cultures, a horseshoe is an incredibly lucky symbol. If you find one with the open end pointing towards you, you will have an especially great day. What if it's not? Well, the thing with horseshoes is they hang them with the points up so that all of the luck gets caught in the little bowl. Ah. But if you hang it with the points down, your bowl of luck will always be empty. I see. There you go. Clear that one up. Black cats are bad luck. In the Middle Ages, people believed that black cats were witches. Even worse, people thought these cats could turn into their owners and turn their owners into demons after seven years. I have a black cat. I also have a black cat. Well, I've had him for two years, so five more years, <laughs> I have to not become a demon. Or to get rid of that cat. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't. He's awesome. Luna. We have Luna. Yeah. Our cat's name's Patriot. Very nice. Don't return home for something you forgot. In Latvia, it is bad luck to return home for something you forgot. So if you forgot your keys at home, Steve, tough luck. You can look into your mirror before you leave to neutralize the bad omens. I leave my keys at home on the table. Yeah. Bad things happen in threes. In the United States, some believe that if something terrible happens to you, the terrible thing will happen to you two more times. Make sure to keep an eye out. Now, that's funny because of all of the death comments, they don't say it in this one. And that's the superstition that my family believed in. That death comes in threes. Yep, or ba- all bad things come in threes, usually, is what I, in part, part of the superstition I heard. And going along with that, don't just sneeze once. In India, it's bad luck to sneeze only once. That's why you should force a second one. So if you're just like, ah, achoo, and just, uh, achoo. <laughs> kind of like tickle your nose. Yeah. Don't comment on a particularly cute baby. In Thailand, you shouldn't comment on a person's cute baby, as many families believe this will take away the beauty. You gotta see the baby. Oh, your baby's so cute. Uh, that baby's ugly. <laughs> Next time you see it, like, do you have another baby? <laughs> no, but you called it cute. Never sit with 13 people at a table. 13 to a table is similar to the ratio in The Last Supper, and we all know how well that story went for all of its dinner guests. Pretty ruthless. They were immortalized for eternity. And they were all brutally murdered. Also, you know, uh, hotels don't put a 13th level. Well, they don't mark it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, I mean, because it goes 12, 14 on the elevator, but it's really the 13th floor. Oh. Yeah, I guess you're right, because how could you get You can't remove a number. Right, right, right. They just don't mark it. So weird. Now, this next one, uh, oh, I guess this is yours, right? Go ahead, man. Well, this next one, my wife, she never wants me to do this, or especially if it's like a like a grate as well over the street. Don't step on a manhole cover. Well, we have to worry about cracks breaking our mother's backs. In Sweden, the thing to look out for is manholes. If you step on one with a letter A, this will bring you a broken heart. 
and much deeper pain, as we all know. It's crazy, the letter A on it. I don't know if our manhole, well, I guess they have names on them, yeah. Yeah, because if you step on a manhole with the letter A, you're an a-hole. <laughs> That's a good one, folks. <laughs> don't trim your nails at night. Many cultures believe that cutting your nails after sundown is a big taboo. One Japanese superstition believes that it causes premature death. Dude, if that's the case, I'm like dying next year because I only trim my nails at night. Well, it's been a good run. I mean, I've had a lot of fun. That was a heck of a life, dude. (laughs) Don't jump over kids. (laughs) (laughs) You think jumping over your six-year-old nephew will make you a big hit at the family reunion? But all you will do, according to Turkish superstition, is curse the child to be short forever. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I got to stop jumping over all the kids. I think somebody jumped over me once. Don't kiss babies on the lips. <laughs> I think that goes without stating. <laughs> if you do, you will curse your baby to a lifetime of drooling. I do remember uh, Jack's being like super, super small. Baby kisses, like they can't pucker. Right. So they just kind of uh, open mouth. Yeah. 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 They're like, uh, and you're like. It's weird. Okay, we're not going to do that again. (laughs) Keep your bananas off of a cruise ship. Fishermen don't bring bananas on boats as it brings bad luck out on the open seas. I would have to think that there's a lot of superstition that goes along with fishermen. Yeah, and did you know that being a fisherman, there's more deaths in fishermen every year than any other occupation you could possibly imagine. And it's in like the hundreds of thousands. I can imagine that. Yeah. I mean, because there's some cultures in some countries where they just fish in like open canoes and they have to go out to the open ocean because of uh, uh, big fishing companies have taken so much fish from the local water that these people now are so hungry that they got to get in these canoes and they don't have life or life rafts and they go out there and that's it. Dang. Yeah. Here's a, a here's a weird one. Carrying acorn. An acorn to gain immortality. Want to be young forever? Yes. Many women in ancient Britain kept acorns in their pockets to ensure forever youthful complexion. Is that an acorn in your pocket? (laughs) (laughs) Don't let your purse touch the ground. My wife's a big believer in this one. If we go to a restaurant, she always grab an extra chair and, 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 and put it on the chair. In Brazil, people believe that if you put your purse on the ground, you will become penniless. Better work out those arms because you can't let that tote rest on the floor for even a second. And the reason they're saying that is because on the ground is closest to the door and you're allowing all your money to go out the door. You know, in my lifetime, they put hooks on bars. Like when I was younger going to bars, they never had hooks where the seats are. But then as I uh, got older, you'd see, you pull up to a bar, you see a hook right there and Women would hang their purse on the hook right in front of the bar stool. Which I think is probably better anyway, because someone could steal your purse easily. Oh yeah. Especially on the floor. Or like hooked on the list. back of the hooked on the back of the chair where they can't see it and they're having a good time up here and someone's rooting through their purse in the back. Yeah, it's like and you know, it's like I've told my daughters too. I'm like, if you're carrying a purse, don't ever carry it across your body. Because if someone comes running to steal it from you when they grab the purse, you're going down too. I'm always, I, I tell them, just have it on one shoulder. If they want to steal it, just let them freaking have it. Just let it go. Because then I'll be there and be like, blam, blam. So they say this, don't announce your last drink of the evening. In Cuba, 
If you declare that it's your last drink of the night, some believe that you are tempting fate and that it will truly be the last drink of your night forever. Jeez. Don't tempt fate. A common way to mitigate this is to knock on wood after you say a particularly daring statement. I have a friend who would not announce his last drink and also would not announce his departure. He would never say goodbye to anybody. The Irish goodbye. And the next thing you know, you'd look around, you'd be like, where's Jess? And everybody would be like, oh, Houdini strikes again. I, w- I was always guilty of the uh, the Irish goodbye a lot at parties because I'd be like, man, I'm tired. I want to get out of here. If I say goodbye, then I'm going to say goodbye to everybody. I would just dip. Yep. And then the next day, people would be like, hey, what happened? I'd be like, ah, I had to get going. And I left. And then no one's upset. But if you go up there and they're like, oh, come on, Fultz, let's have one more drink. One, one more, more drink. Come on, one more. <laughs> like, oh, I don't announce that. <laughs> don't give clocks as gifts. Not only is it a lame gift, well, actually, it depends on the clock, but according to Chinese culture, the phrase to describe giving a clock has a similar pronunciation to the phrase of attending someone's funeral. That's weird. That is. And I think, Steve, take away, I think this is our last one on our list. It's strange, but add your sugar before your coffee. Want to start your morning off right? When making your cup of morning joe, put your sugar in before your coffee to get your daily dose of good luck. You would have to have that down to like a pretty good science of how much you'd want. You, you know, can never take a sip and be like, ah, not enough. Strangest thing. When I, I use the same mug every day for my coffee. It's part of my uh, get ready for work ritual. I pour my sugar in. I pour that powdered creamer in. Shut the thing down. Take it to work, and there's this amazing coffee maker at work that you just, it's all digital and touchscreen. You push in what you want. There's like 60 varieties, French vanilla, all this stuff. So I have my premix of what I want in there. Well, then when I get there, I just add the actual liquid of the coffee. So I do that. You're in there. You're already ahead of the game. That must attest for my amazing luck. That must be. Does it froth anything? <laughs> <laughs> Extra frothing going on with this machine. It does froth stuff. I'll, I'll bring you over there. You gotta check it out. Nice. So yeah. So there's our uh, there's our list of sixty different superstitions, and uh, you know some of them gave the reasons why you should do it, and most of them are you just don't want to be dead. Yeah, pretty much all. Like fifty percent of them, if you do something, it's to invite death. Yeah. So. You know, if you're ever telling your kids don't do something, if they ever say, well, why not? Just because you'll die. Because you're going to die. <laughs> Just scare them into submission. That's what I say. That's what Fold says. So, hope you enjoyed our, our show on superstitions. We got a lot of other great shows coming up here because uh, we took our little hiatus. But we're back. We're going to be doing this. And uh, we got a whole whiteboard full of shows over here to pull from. And we've got great conspiracy theories. We've got uh, declassified projects. And uh, we've got a lot of good stuff going on here. So keep your ear to Subtle Beast. And uh, we'll be bringing you the information. But until that time, I'm Folds. And I'm Steve. And we'll see you next time. Take care of one another. Bye-bye.